Welcome to the Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. This is an outdoor podcast that aims for the head. I'm Colin True, and today Emily Holland is back with us, this time to talk about outdoor towns. But before we get to that, hey, have you subscribed to our newsletter yet? I think, Emily, you, you subscribed to our newsletter. I'm I believe, on Or it. I subscribed you to our newsletter. <laughs> I was like, other. I wonder if I did sign up for this in a you fever did. dream. I recall. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Head to rockfight.co, click join our mailing list to get news from the front in your inbox every Sunday morning. Not only do we recap the previous week here on The Rock Fight, but we always had to throw in a few goodies that you can't get anywhere else. So sign up now so you don't miss next week's issue. And let's start the show. So Emily and I had such a good time picking apart our outdoor podcasts that we thought we should dig into something else. And that something else is mountain towns. And anyone listening who doesn't identify as an outdoorsy person may wonder why we'd want to talk about this, but it's kind of a hot button topic in our community. But first things first, welcome back to the show, Emily. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, thanks. I'm just trying to keep up with the amount of times that Chris Hampton is on and patio and then these other rotating guys. I mean, I'm happy to be the first female five-timer eventually. So You're like, on track. Yeah. I think I think Chris only has one more ahead of you. So I mean, if we plan this correctly, you could pass Chris. You know, I'll I don't try have to, to sabotage him and make you, him like get sick again from his kid or something like that and and go from there. Yeah. I don't think that'd be that hard. <laughs> it seems easy these literally, days for him. <laughs> literally like I had to reschedule like, hey, can you can we go we're gonna go in like two weeks of like, can we go next week? He's like, Yeah, but fair warning, my wife and kid have the flu. I'm like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. It's rough, rough start in his to the house. year over there. Yeah. Well, since the last time we spoke, uh, you said you had some, well, actually the last time we spoke, you said you had some rocks to throw at Mountain Town. So why was that the topic you wanted to talk about today? Yeah, I have pebbles. Let's call them pebbles okay. Okay. because I, <laughs> as you talked about before recording, Quibbles uh, and Pebbles contain... would be a great podcast name. Sorry, we're going <laughs> Qu- Quibbles and Pebbles. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. We throw little pebbles. It'll it's be a like spin off the... of the rock fight. <laughs> right. It's it's a little bit more like <laughs> nice stuff to it's a talk nicer about. version, yeah. Yes. Um I felt when I moved to Boulder, which you so lovingly in the outline told me is not a mountain town, even though I can see mountains outside my window, that's fine. I'm not pissed at all. Um no, when I moved here, I was like so overwhelmed with the assault of intensity and elitism <laughs> that's here. And I'm from the northeast, so that's saying something. Um yeah. so I felt like really yeah, attacked by like the King of the Mountain and the FKTs and the Send the Nar and the if you're not, you know, taking 30 foot whippers off of stuff, you're not trying hard enough. And yeah. this like feeling that whatever you do, that's just someone else's normal Tuesday afternoon. Like it does not add up to you being spectacular in any way. <laughs> so, but then more recently, I would say the first two years, I sort of had this like, um, aggression. Do, do I that. even like this? <laughs> do I even like this? Yeah. You and Chris yeah, right. talked about like, do I even like rock climbing? And right, right. Um, that was a big question because a lot of the people that we ran into, you know, when you move to a new place, like you have some people you might know, but you're meeting a lot of new people. And a lot of the people we ran into or were like trying to see if they could be good friends of ours or whatever. It was like constant talking about beta of like particular climbs and um, like how far they ran that day and just so uninteresting to me at the base level. 
And at the same time as like, I think coming in from the Boston area, we felt like we were like the most outdoorsy people ever and that we were like crushing. In and Boston, so we would, you like, were. <laughs> right. Like or, there's I, definitely I, a I lot of crushers. I used to live crushers. in Boston too. I used to feel like yes. I was that guy in Boston. <laughs> right. And you would go and do these things on the weekend, like things that were really fun for you, like winter hiking in the White Mountains yep. or like going rock climbing at Rumney or, you know, whatever your thing is. And we would like sleep in our car overnight. It's like 20 degrees. You know, we would like, we were also younger, so maybe that's why. But <laughs> like, we felt like we would go back into the office the next day on Monday and be like, this yeah. is what we did this weekend. And we would get these stares of like, what? You didn't just like go to a brewery all day on You know Saturday? the Patriots like, played the Jets, right? Right, you right. Know? Like, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. And um, so when we came here, it was simultaneously like, hey, you guys are taking this shit way too seriously. Um, and also it was a, a sort of a recognition in my own self that like, oh, I am not the special one anymore. And I am yeah. like an average person here. Um, so I think like my feelings towards quote unquote mountain towns or outdoorsy towns is, has evolved. And now I feel like I actually really am inspired by the things that people do here and like mm -hmm. the intensity in which they go at things, but it has to be taken with sort of like a nuanced grain of salt, um, type of approach. Otherwise it's like, you can always just feel less than no matter what sport or thing that you're trying to do. So Boulder, like I'll take some shots at Boulder for sure, because I did okay, the same thing. We moved from New England to, to Boulder and we did there. We lived there for a year and, and punted and we, we left. We didn't, it didn't really agree with us. And I think at the same time, like just being honest about it, I think it, it's the best and worst version of exactly what we're talking about. Whereas like it is incredible what the people do there and yeah and there, of course there are mountains there and things like that it's, it's not I'm not saying that there aren't and the trails are wonderful and, and go up to go to chautauqua and run on, on under you know, under the flat irons it's really cool and then in the access up to you know into uh, indian peaks and everything it's, it's it's all of that but there is a level of this is all we do here that is really overwhelming and that was that was one reason exactly what you described kind of what we left it's like yeah we we moved out here because we are outdoorsy people and we love it but, you know, I would be suggesting people, hey, do you guys want to go to Denver this weekend? And then the, kind of our circle of friends being like, why, why would we do that? And I'm like, because it's a city that has like museums and shit, you know, like we can go do stuff, you know, like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We're going to, we went for a mountain bike ride this morning, probably going to go for another mountain bike ride this afternoon. And I remember being <laughs> like, okay, this is like. I, I love the outdoorsy part of my life, but it's not everything. Like there's other things that I like as well. I'm glad you've been able to find the balance. And maybe if we'd suck around, we would have as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I think like it helped that, well, it didn't help, but it was like, you know, nine months later, the pandemic happened. And so like mm. we were forced to kind of like be experimental with like other ways of hanging out with people because people weren't going on trails in the beginning of that. And then people weren't climbing for a little while either. And we couldn't yeah. go to the gym with people. And so like the climbing gym and, and I think that like opened up like, Oh, okay. Like maybe we do like a, like a game night or like some other type of engaging with people and trying to make friends. That's not just based on these things. Yeah. So I think that helped, but I also think like, yeah, it just took time. And like, um, I have moved, you know, multiple times in my life to different communities and I'm always, I don't know why I keep learning this lesson though, but it's like, it takes years to build a community, like a real one, totally. unless yeah. you know a ton of people already that live there or something. And even then 
your relationship with those people might be different now that you live in a different place. So anyways, all to say, like, I do think there is more to this place in particular. I can't speak to like every mountain town. Um, and people here love the shit out of their outdoor sports. And um, there just has to be a personal balance like day to day to be able to handle that. I, I agree. And I, I, I would like to see, you know, I don't know. Like it's like the, the like I said, it's the best and worst. And this is going to be an all Boulder pod, I think. But the but it is it's a great example, and it, and kind of then leads me into sort of like I I almost want to redefine kind of the term, right? Because I same thing. I've lived in a lot of different places. After that, I moved. I lived in Utah for a few years. Frankly, I enjoyed living in Utah more than I liked living in in the Front Range because it felt a little less. It had the same sort of intensity and presence. Um, as what we experienced in Colorado, but more just sort of like, eh, this is what we do here. You know, it's kind of like less yeah. about like, this is what we do here. You know, it was a little like kind of <laughs> t- taken down a few notches. I um, like that's a and, meme. That's a meme or something. <laughs> it should be, right? It's almost like the, yeah. the this is okay dog, but like, you know, the fire is Colorado or I don't know, but we'll figure that out. <laughs> but the, um, but it's, um, and then we were in the Northwest and now then in Southern California. And what I've come to appreciate are the, are the places where it's, all the stuff exists but it's also a little more integrated. That being said, though, I think the mountain town moniker just kind of, that just gets sort of thrown around, I feel like, mostly because of skiing, right? It's like these are places with the ski resorts. I experienced Mm -hmm. it in Park City. Uh, And I think we kind of just need to go, like, it's an outdoor town. Because I think Boulder, yes, there are mountains there. I was kidding before, but it is, it's more of an outdoor town than it is a mountain town. I would feel like there's Mm -hmm. more, and we're, actually, Boulder might be on the the line of how you would describe it, because it is very mountain-based, but if I put our yeah. online, right, I mean, there's things like, like Charleston, South Carolina should be like a town we were talking about here, right? But that's probably more of like a water sports town, right? And it's so, I mean, how would you want to define what these towns are? I think that any mountain town that uh, it should, like, if there's mountains around it, like it can yeah. be called a mountain town. Like Asheville is a mountain town, technically, but people from the West might think like, those are not mountains, those are hills. Um, and I would fight back against that. Like if so you have I. ever hiked or experienced the outdoors in, well, basically in Appalachia, but also in the Northeast, like shit is intense there. That are there, Like it is intense uh, yeah. outdoor recreation there and very cool, like very, very not given enough credit at all. Um, but like outdoors towns, I think it's tricky, right? I mean, I think anywhere you go, you can find the outdoors and there's always good things to go like play around with. Like we were just in New Jersey for a wedding kind of near New Brunswick, which is where Rutgers is. And Mm. we just looked up parks in our area and there was like 30 different parks that we could go like walk in the woods. There was a botanical garden that we went to. Like there's always outdoor opportunities. They might not be the same like level as like a boulder or a park city or like a bend but there's always opportunities to get outside so i i almost wonder if like yeah mountain town like i think it just remains like it has mountains around it like that's what makes it a mountain town but outdoors town i almost want to like expand that the way that we've sort of expanded how we've thought about outdoor recreation since the pandemic which is like are you getting outside and enjoying nature even if that's on like your sidewalk in New York City on the way to Central Park? Or is it on, you know, in the middle of Ohio and there's just like, you know, not many mountains, but, you know, great trail systems and stuff like that? Um, I think you can be outdoorsy anywhere. And so yeah. the definition is just 
do you are, do you do outdoorsy things? So then your town is outdoorsy. <laughs> that's it. I, definitely. I think that, and that's ultimately what we're, I think we're going to get into as well. There's, there's definitely some poor behavior that comes with in our community, especially when they are in some of these places that are more the iconic mountain towns, right? And I guess that's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at when I'm saying if we want to rebrand them, because yeah, it's 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 not about you know maybe as hardcore as it is, but like, are you going outside and doing things? And it's. Like I 100% agree with you on the East Coast uh, mountains; they're incredible. Incredible. Let's spend an so amazing incredible. time in the White Mountains. Yeah. Are they though? They don't have the. But I also can say they do not have the picturesque quality as the mountains in the West or the towns in the West do. Right. So there grandeur, is grandeur, maybe. Yeah. The grandeur quality right. they have, but the grandeur different. Yes. But you know, it's it's that is what I think. I'd love to see that kind of just broadening of. I, and I think I've talked about this on a couple other episodes of like I love what's happening in Bentonville. You know, I think that's a yes. great example of what we're talking about. And, and I know, listen, the, the the Walton family is heavily involved there. But I, I've said it before. I never would have thought I would have like, oh, I want to can't wait to go mountain biking one day in Arkansas. I mean, I, I not to I'm not shitting on Arkansas. I'm sure there's lots of things I would have enjoyed doing in Arkansas. But it's yep. becoming a destination of like the highest order and a community that was a traditionally, you know, uh, Washington, Idaho, Colorado, Utah, these places. And now it's like now nah, you got to put Arkansas on the list now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. And I think that like. You know, when we live in these more, let's say, traditional mountain towns or like what we think of when we think of a mountain town yeah, or outdoorsy towns like Boulder, it's like I feel like everyone should have this like nuanced view of it. It's like you can feel really grateful to live here. I personally, every single day for the most part, I'm like, I can't believe I get to live here. And there's a couple of reasons for that. It's not because I'm trying to like make other people feel bad that they don't live here. But <laughs> I have had things happen in my life that I didn't even think I would like make it out of upstate New York. You know what I mean? So like, right. I am so glad that I ended up here and it is super expensive to live here. And so it is not available to everyone. So this, yeah. this like air of like, yes, I live in Boulder and I climb all the things and I bike all the things and I go down like, you know, class five rapids and all this shit. It's like, have a little bit of self-awareness that like, that's, it. I'm super psyched that you live in a place that allows you to do all these things, but really not everyone has those opportunities. And that should be part of like the way that you talk openly about where you live. I agree. And I think that's a perfect uh, segue into the next part of the conversation, which is, you know, I did a, I did a pod a few months ago with my, my three rules of living in a mountain or outdoor town. And I thought this is to, to get into the more behavioral side of like what you're describing right there. I thought we could use some of the rules. Uh, and this is the first time I've talked about this outside of that pod. And you, you, you know, pointed out that I was, uh, you know, hyperbolic, maybe a little, uh, over the top, maybe not nice <laughs> about some of my rules. <laughs> oh man. I, I liked it though. I was kind of like, wow, he is, he's living the, the description of the rock fight in this episode. <laughs> yes. Gotta have a few of those. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I, it's, it takes away when, when people are poorly behave, like what you're describing, like, you know, like, um, oh, like this hardcore boulder person, that's like the bad reputation that gets formed. Right. And then it's like, unless you're there, you know, you kind of need to, I don't know. There's, there's, there is a self-awareness that is lacking, I think from a lot of folks in our, who live in these places and frankly in our industry. And some of that is born out of good intentions, probably of just loving it so much and wanting to like share these incredible things that you've learned and experienced. And sometimes, you know, it's okay just to have that for you. 
<laughs> Keep it to yourself. Yeah, just, you know, not every not every picture has to go up on Instagram. It could just be a picture that you took. Sometimes you don't even have to take the picture. You could just like sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you should could just shut the fuck up. You know? Thank you. Yes, that's, that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, make sure there's an explicit warning on this one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but so rule number one was act like you've been there before, right? And that was my thought of, you know, look, even like, kind of what you're describing, even if you've accomplished your dream of living in a particular place, like just no one else cares. So like shut up about it. And there's and this goes back to the humble brag. And look, I'm talking from experience. I think I opened that episode talking about how my Facebook memories like pop up from like the 08, 09 range. And they're the most cringy thing. Like I make myself look at them daily. To like just remind myself of like I was that guy once, yeah, and I just go oh god like because I because I don't update Facebook anymore so it's truly just recycling like three years worth of these daily updates and it's horrible. It's just like the scene from Game of Thrones where she's like walking in the town and they're just yelling shame at her, but in your own mind, yeah, you're her. But I, every once in a while, I'll be like, I'm like, I can just see what I was doing. It's like, I'm bragging about this mountain bike ride. I am bragging about this thing that I got to see today. Like, you know, oh, look, here's a photo from like where my office was in Park City. That is gorgeous. Want to make sure everybody sees that, you know, like it is. <laughs> and there's a little, I've, I've learned to, let's not do that anymore. You know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think there's something to that. I think like it needs to be done with the right tone. Like mm-hmm. I know some people who like their social media is a way of like staying in touch with their family or some something like that totally. where it's like, oh, cool. Here's the thing I'm doing. But in that case, actually, maybe just send the pictures to your family. But anyways, um, <laughs> I think that that's totally fine to like share. But I think the tone is important. And I I will not be looking back at my Instagram post because I am not a masochist. So don't come for me. I'm not even paying attention to them. I'm just not, I'm going to act like they're not there. But I think one of the things in reading or like listening to that episode again, that you were talking about, like act like you've been there before. There is some inherent privilege in that too, where it's oh, like, yeah. you're, you're absolutely oh, right. um, I haven't been here before because I haven't had the opportunity. And so like, I think this gets to the Gumby type of thing where it's like, I hate that terminology and like the way that people shit on new, new people who are coming into sports or coming into Mm -hmm, areas. mm -hmm. So I do think like, yes, don't be an asshole about like spraying your privilege all over about like (laughs) living in a cool place, like that no one else can afford to live in. Um, And Let's also appreciate that some people like haven't had this opportunity yet and they're new to it. They might be new to a sport in town. They might be new to the town itself. So again, like I'm all about that nuance, baby. I want both. I want both. And like, let's just have more of a gray version of these types of things. That's a good point. I definitely be way more forgiving if it's like, you know, someone in their early twenties and like they just got out of a different place and there's new place and they're just, you can just feel the enthusiasm. I think the ones I bristle at the most where it's like clearly like the person who's lived in this mountain town, you know, and, 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 and every third day it's a, I'm so blessed that we get to live here as it's like <laughs> showing around with their perfect child that is skiing now perfectly at three years old. You're like, Oh God, man. Like, just like, just, I, so I don't believe your life is real. Like, it is, this is not real life. And you're trying yes. to make sure everybody thinks that this is real life. Right. That's what I think ultimately I get a little like, Oh, please stop doing that. But you're absolutely yeah, right. right. There's a They're privilege. They're not posting. In... They're not posting the traffic on I-70 to get to the ski resort. <laughs> They're definitely not posting that. And that yeah. is the reality of living 
moving in, especially in the front range, I'm sure this is the case for a lot of other places that are similar to Boulder or to Bend or wherever, where it's like, you don't hate traffic, you are traffic. Like you are part 100%. of the problem. So if you're going to be mad about how many people live in a place, go live in a smaller place because it's like, it's, you are part of the issue. <laughs> so yep. I think like I have been mad about that before when you get to a crag and you're like, there are 70 people, maybe a hundred here. Like I'm never going to get on the thing I want to get on, or I'm waiting two and a half hours in traffic sometimes five to go skiing for four hours, being too tired and then coming home. (laughs) Like there are real issues with the amount of people that especially live in the front range. So like the access is becoming less and less accessible essentially. Um, And I'm sure that is the case in other places. And it's like, okay, well, if you're going to be part of the traffic, you know, have an attitude adjustment. That's a good one. The other one, the next one I kind of talked about, I called, you didn't like it. I called it the Colorado, the Colorado clause because <laughs> I lived in Colorado. I could say it. <laughs> yeah. But you left so soon. Did you really live here? Did you Not really? really? I was so ready yeah. to leave. The, uh, <laughs> but I do feel like I've justified this. So this is what I call this because I, this is a Colorado thing where they, most people anyway, who live in Colorado cannot wait to tag on Colorado to the town that you live in. Where are you from? No one just says Boulder. It's I'm from Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> hey, there's always the Colorado. I never say, I never add California. I never added New Hampshire, never said Washington. Yeah. So it's a real, it's, it's the, again, the continuation of the humble brag, like this awareness of like, Hey, other places are cool too. And the one thing that kind of made me think of this, my, my Colorado, my bias against Colorado. And by the way, I'm going to put it over. I know Colorado is amazing. I've had great times in Colorado. I can't wait to come back to Colorado, but it started in the industry in the two thousands when you know, the brands who were based there were making sure it was all very Colorado-centric catalogs and all these sort of things. And that always bothered me because it's sort of like, well, what if you live like in Alabama and you're a cool outdoorsy person and like, you know, you're being told that like, well, if you want to be legit, you have to be here. And that always <laughs> kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I think it's a, it's a little kind of deep-seated uh, back to my <laughs> early industry days. But um, yeah, again, it's just, it just was more of the same. Like having, have some self-awareness of like who you're talking to. Maybe they don't care. <laughs> Maybe it's not as cool as you think it is. And I'm sure there are other offenders outside of Colorado, like the, the Jacksons and the Bens of the world that, uh, that probably do something similar. Yeah. I find when some people say Portland's, they also, I'm like, which one? And there's like a coy little like... Oregon instead was, of like <laughs> Maine. Um, yeah. and, and sometimes surprised that I even ask which one. Portland, Maine is an incredible place. So like yeah. there's, it would be not surprising to me if someone wanted to live there and it's really close to the ocean, but also great mountains and all yeah, kinds of great stuff. 60 miles from the whites. Yeah. It's, and it Acadia is like on the way to Acadia. So there's great stuff up there, but I pretty much agree with this and I have done this. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't want to throw any rocks because I am a perpetrator in this situation. Um, But I think I have stopped, actually. I feel like if you say Boulder, people know what you're talking about. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They get it. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same douchey factor as when people are like, oh, I went to school in Boston. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so Harvard, MIT, yeah, yeah, one of right. those. Like, which of the big it. ones did you go to? <laughs> yeah. it, or it, it is true. This, this yeah. isn't the only example of the way people, uh, you know, do this. This is a big Our example of like in the outdoor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is an invitation. Like, we are shitting. We're having fun. Like, we're, we're mm-hmm. having a little bit of a great conversation here, but like, back and forth. But like, 
here's an opportunity for you to just like get curious about where you live, no matter where it is. And totally. And find the things that make your place unique and interesting to you. And mm-hmm. then have pride in that thing, but with self-awareness. That's, it's basically just a call to like, that's it, right? Like I would love, and in fact, probably later in our life, we will live in New Hampshire. Like we love it there. It's mm. where we like fell in love. It's where I like got back into the outdoors. It's where I learned to rock climb. Everything that I love about the outdoors is in New Hampshire. And we will probably live there. I'll probably like truly not to be morbid, but I'll probably have my ashes spread there. Like that's how much I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I can't wait for that either. And I just, it makes me so sad when people like don't give the credit where credit is due of these places. Even, even where I live or lived in upstate New York, it's a rural area. There's not a ton going on, but then an hour north is the Adirondack Mountains, yeah. and they're yeah. incredible. And they have they're all really this cool. history with the Olympics, and like there's so much great stuff up there rock climbing, mountain biking, hiking, fishing, like all this stuff. And it is true, true wilderness. And so mm-hmm. find the things that are unique about the place that you live, and then just like try to fall in love with them as much as possible. And if you don't fall in love with them, then make a plan, save money, move somewhere else. Go somewhere like, else. That's it. Yeah. Well, and by the way, I think this is where it's, it's, I'm pick, I like to pick on Colorado with this. And I think there's a lot of good examples of coming out of Colorado, the things we're talking about, as much as I do enjoy going there. And it's, and it's completely understandable. I think we were texting about this that it's definitely kind of the starter West. If you're on the East Coast and you're interested in trying the West, it becomes like the de facto place to go to. Number one, infrastructure, you know, Denver, the Front Range, there's things there. And, it, and also it's so different than if you grew up in the East. And frankly, even though like living in California for four years, there's some people who don't want to like, I don't want to move to New York. I don't want to go to the East Coast. But Colorado is different and it's kind of far enough away that it feels like you're mm-hmm. going somewhere. So you, it's kind of this convergence of people who are sort of escaping the coasts Maybe you don't want to go to Chicago, don't want to do it in the Midwest, and it is cool, and it's, there's interesting stuff to do there, and it's kind of definitely has its own vibe. So it makes a ton of sense that a lot of the people who are breaking some of these rules would be in Colorado, for sure. Uh, yeah. It doesn't diminish how great the state is. But I think your point is absolutely spot on. I think it's the best thing. I've lived in eight states, you know, and and I agree with you. Like, hey, at some point, of any of the places I've lived, if I had to go back to, I'd be like, all right, that place was great, you know? I think it's just so interesting to get out of your comfort zone, see different things, and it just then informs so much more of your life when you see all these other little places. And that's kind of the cool thing about America, not to get all patriotic, but it is kind <laughs> of like there's such diversity in our own country, which is sometimes a bad thing because then people never even leave our country. But at the same time, it's like you can go to a lot of different places and have a lot of different experiences, which is pretty badass. No, we're like supposed to throw rocks, but I, I do want to throw roses. I don't know. What's the opposite of rocks? Roses? Mm, feathers? Throw roses. <laughs> yeah, feathers. Something light and nice. Um, I, I really think that um, living in these places especially coming from the Northeast or potentially on the West coast too, where there's this, like, maybe the, this is a little bit more of Northeast, but there's sort of this like prescribed track. It's sort of like college mm-hmm. career, you know, on the subway to work, um, have the family, have the wife, the husband do the thing. Why haven't you bought a house by yet? The, <laughs> by the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I find that in these places or at least in Boulder, but I would imagine this extends to other outdoorsy slash mountain towns is like, there's so many people living alternative lifestyle paths that Mm -hmm. it provides a real sense of example if you are someone who doesn't want that like traditional 
path that maybe has been prescribed for you, whether it be because of where you lived or your family or whatever. So like, I do think that's sort of my like more recent revelation is like, I don't think I would have quit my job, become self-employed, stopped drinking, like all these things that I think were really good decisions for me if I didn't live here and have examples of people in the community who are like just living the non-traditional route. Right, right. I agree. No, it's the best decision we ever made. And I think, you know, my wife and I are kind of in the same boat of like, we did not want that traditional Northeast path, you know, and uh, (laughs) we started, we tried really hard to go down it for a while. You know, we got married young. We bought a house pretty early. You know, it was, we, we didn't move across, we didn't move to Colorado until we already had one kid, but then there was always that thing. And it kind of came down to a decision when I had the chance to get, to get, get a job in Boulder. And I was like, if we, if you never live in the West, will you regret it? My wife is like, yes. I'm like, we're going. And then that kind of set off, you know, 15 years or so of like bouncing around and trying to try out different things. Cause once you do it once too, it's like, Oh, I could do that again. Plus we were broke at the time. We still made it happen somehow, you know? Yeah. I can't believe, I don't yeah, know how weird. we did it. <laughs> I know. Isn't it insane when you think back to younger self, you're like, how did I pay bills when I made that little, <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> All right. Well, the last thing was the ski resort paradigm. And this was my idea that, uh, if you don't move to the mountains just to ride ski lifts. Like, you know, like, and I know you're going to, you're going to take some umbrage with that, but I just like, it's, a, it's such an experience to be in the mountains. There's so many things to do. And I definitely have, I talked about it on the week layers review last week that like I have an aversion to this kind of ski party scene. And that's kind of what I picture in my head. If someone's like, Oh, I'm just going to move to Aspen or Vail or, uh, you know, Stevens pass or whatever, uh, or mammoth. But there's just, I feel like you need to have another winter activity that you like to do if to, to qualify for, to be a, to live at a ski town or a mountain town. You are so funny because in the original episode that you did about this, you were adamant. And now because you see my face and my disagreement, you're like, "Uh, I think maybe. No, I'm I'm backtracking. You can't do it. (laughs) I think it's funny because it's like, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, Yeah. have a greater appreciation. Like have, it's the same thing we're talking about, right? Like it's have curiosity, be self-aware, but also a lot of these people who are moving to be like lifties and just want to ski all the time. They're literally 22 years old. Their brains are not fully formed. Yeah, you're like, right. Just let them live their lives. You brought Colin. me around My to it. Gosh. <laughs> Jeez. But, this was just me to take a shot at ski resorts. I think that's what this was. <laughs> I know. You really do hate ski resorts, which I understand because they're a terrible microcosm of Disneyland, but like cosplaying yes. as outdoorsy. And I do um, like them. They're fun. I get how much fun it is to go to one, but it's just like, I hate the idea of basing your whole personality and life around one. I guess it's basically probably what I'm bristling yeah. at. Are they fun? I'm confused by that, but I don't know. Um, yeah, that's a I'm, good point. But anyways, we're not here to shit on ski resorts, but kind of. Um, I think that it's totally fine if you want to move somewhere because you love one activity. Because I think that naturally, like anything where you like make your passion, your day-to-day thing that you do, whether it's work or just like you're trying to infuse it daily, that w- what you're trying to do, like you're mm-hmm. going to get burnt out from it. You're going to have to find other things. Like there's no way right. you can totally. just rock climb or you can just ski and do literally nothing else. Or maybe when you're younger, you can, but that does not work like long-term in my opinion. So I think these people naturally, like if they are again, curious and self-aware, they'll go to the ski town. They'll have their few years of being a lifty and partying and having fun. Totally. And then 
my hope is that they will care a lot about that town or about the people there or something like that because they've ingrained themselves there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they find other things that they like to do. Maybe they move away, but maybe they're also like a real staple to the community eventually and do community events. I don't know. I just feel like there's an opportunity for them to to get into different things and um I don't want to dissuade them from chasing after something they love to do you're, like you're, you no, do, you're, Colin. You're right, because as you're talking, I'm like, what did I do at that age? Oh, I moved to Portsmouth, New Hampshire and got drunk for a year. That's right. Mm, That's what I did. Right, so. right. Or like I moved to Brooklyn because I wanted to party. You know, right. like that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to party for the first year after college. And not to say everyone that's moving to a ski town is 22, but a lot of them are. Um, yeah. So, and like people move for jobs all the time. People move for the one reason and then they find the other reasons to like the place. So you're wrong and that's it. Fine. <laughs> I just like diversity in my outdoor town, I guess. Like my favorite, and it's also too, like, no, don't chase a ski dream if it's not truly your dream, I guess maybe is the better way of Mm. saying it, right? Because I think that's the thing that I, and maybe while, okay, we're getting into Colin's psychology now, because I think some of my issues with like the the mountain town moniker and everything is kind of being, I've really found my place in Southern California, which I never in a million years, I was, I was like, I will never live somewhere it's warm all the time. It's not, I want winter, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, wait a minute, actually, I don't really like skiing that much. And I get, I get to go surfing. Oh, and there's lots of mountain bike trails. <laughs> like this is, it's truly this kind of confluence of things that I like. And, and I think that sort of gets overlooked in the name of like the iconic town, right? It's like, oh, well, you're outdoorsy. So you should go to Leavenworth or Aspen or, or you know, or Bend or pick your, pick whichever, fill in the blank. And that's where I really like seeing, like, again, the Bentonvilles, these sort of other places getting their due. And, you know, figure out what you like. What do you like? And then just find the place that matches. Try a few places on, you know? Yeah. If that's, like, available to you, then do it. And also, like, if community is important to you, you might need to stay for more than a year, you know? You might need to to make friends. You might need to stay and test it out and see what works. Like, I think that's... I think it's it's all valid, but it's just like again, having the right frame of mind with any of these types of things super important. And and just no more Instagrams, you know. The, I'm so blessed to live here. That's really the key takeaway, I think. You I'm know? gonna post that just today, even though yeah, I don't have Instagram on my phone anymore, and I'm just gonna like, tag you in it. Well, we can wrap it up there. So what uh what's happening with Wild Women Podcast Society? That's your that's the that's the current ongoing thing right now, right? Yeah, we start our new cohort tomorrow, so we will not be Ooh. accepting anyone after that for a couple of months, but then we'll have another cohort uh, starting in June. Yep, that's how time works. Um, so we'll be advertising it then, but if you're intrigued by it and want to learn more, basically a lot of women supporting other women in a podcast community, um, they can go check out our LinkedIn, which is just Wild Women Podcast Society, and we'll be posting there throughout the cohort and sharing some stuff. Anything else? Anything else we should touch on? Did we miss anything? Uh, if you haven't already, Chris talks about a lot in the episodes you do, but definitely listen to Written and Stone if you're interested in rock climbing and good yep. storytelling and interesting conversations. 
God, man, it's like plug tone audio week here on the Rock Fight. You're going to like Hampton and Holland back to back. <laughs> We've taken over. All right. Well, before you click over that next podcast with a spoiler free review of Dune 2, please hit the follow button to subscribe to the Rock Fight and leave us a rating and a review. If you like this show, that is the best way to support it. We'll be running through headlines with Justin Hausman tomorrow, so be sure to come back for that. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. For Emily Holland, I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening. And here he is. Fresh off his European tour to take us out with the Rock Fight fight song. It's not Chris Hampton rapping. It's Chris DeMakes. We'll see you next time, Rock Fighters. Rock Fight.